Hi everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Loot Cabal podcast. Your usual suspects Aditya, Ashoka, Ananta, Max and Deepak are here. The movie we'll be discussing today is Maya Bazaar. Uh, it's the 1957 Telugu movie. It was picked by Ashoka primarily because Max bribed him to choose a more interesting movie than the ones we've been traditionally choosing. So, uh, over to you Max for uh, the primary review. Hey, thanks man. So, uh Maya Bazaar is my most favorite uh, Telugu movie ever and uh, it's uh, one of the interesting to, uh, things to note I just realized is that it's actually been 60 years since the movie released it was released in 57 um for me it i mean it's it's one of the first movies i've seen but it's also a movie that i watched like almost a few times every year so uh this year when uh, bahubali released and you know there was this whole bruha about it for me i was finding parallels to um to maya bazaar because i mean 60 years ago this was also a bilingual film they spent almost like a year or a year or something in pre production and uh, which was you know unheard at that times uh, they actually had a proper script and everyone did rehearsals and that kind of stuff before they even went to shoot the movie and it was a bilingual and then it was shot um, in the tamil version i think uh, they had jamini ganeshan replacing uh, anr for the character of abhimanyu and some of the other actors as well um for me the things the, the story is a pretty sim, uh, simple it's uh, from a folklore of um, sashireka parinayam where it, it's based on the mahabharata but it actually doesn't find place in the mahabharata anywhere um and i don't think the story is known to anyone outside of uh, south india and actually even predominantly just andhra pradesh because it's part of uh, kuchipudi and uh, some of the other local folk uh, dances the story is pretty simple it's like balarama promises duryodhana that he will marry his daughter sashireka to duryodhana's son lakshmana kumar and then but then sashireka loves abhimanyu and then uh, krishna and gatodgacha help her to get married to abhimanyu and the story is how that whole happens story wise it's uh, a very set story and uh, it was one of the building blocks for a lot of movies thereafter because i think this was one of the first movies where ntr was uh, in the role of krishna and after that he went on to play that in countless number of movies uh, for me two things stand out the most uh, in this movie the first is obviously uh, savitri because she just towers over th- uh, three big men in in the movie ntr svr and anr they're all reduced to nothing uh, when savitri just takes over and the second half when <coughs> savitri is you know gatodgata is is sashireka that part is fantabulous i mean sometimes i just go and watch those 20 minutes again and again and it is the way her body language the way she walks it is mind blowing um, another thing another uh, stand out for me in this movie is the cinematographer marcus bartley because there are things that he has done and you have to take this in um sense of this was done in 57 that even now seem very relevant like one, my favorite uh, scene of all in this movie is the introduction scene of gatodgacha now even as recent as in the 90s uh in mythological uh, shows you they use uh, stop motion um effects 
to bring someone, uh, you know, when someone just appears. But that particular scene where Gatot Gacha is uh, introduced, it's not, he just, it's not like a cut and then the person comes in and, uh, and you know, you see him. He slowly appears um, from behind uh, a boulder. And that has been done so brilliantly. Uh, you have to actually watch it in black and white to see how nicely that's done. Um, so that was one of my favorite scenes. And uh, there's also this other scene where uh, it's the introduction shot for Savitri, where you see uh, the way the scene starts is there is a young uh, Sashireka and she is looking into the water and playing with the water and you know her hands are creating ripples. And then as and the camera focuses on the ripples and uh, the reflection of the ripples slowly becomes Savitri and then the camera pans out and you see Savitri staring at the water. Uh, that is also another very fabulous shot. And though that's why, uh, I mean, there's so many other things actually in the movie, uh, which I just love, but technically, uh, and as well as the performances of the leads, uh, just puts it way beyond any of the movies I've seen. So that's why I, you know, visit this so many times again and again. And um, I'm very happy we picked this one to talk about this week. Uh, I could actually talk for another hour about this and go into detail about every screen. But I think we should break here for uh, this, uh, and open the floor to discussion. Thanks, Max. Uh, this is Ashoka here. Following up on what you said, right? Uh, it's an interesting take, okay? This is like if you have to give a contemporary example, if you have to do the blasphemy of comparing Game of Thrones and Mahabharata. <laughs> These are the dunk and egg tales of, uh, of the Mahabharata because everything important happens, happens outside the screen. It never happens. I mean, if you take a boilerplate definition of Mahabharata, this is the morality tale of good vanquishing evil. There is nothing there that is happens on screen, right? Everyone is like the secondary or auxiliary character in the main movie. Not everyone. I mean, most people. So in that way, I found the movie really interesting. Uh, I found some little things that references the nature of the epics that we have, like both Ramayana and Mahabharata. It, it actually makes a tribute to the kind of uh, qualities that they have. Like, for example, the self-reflexive nature of uh, uh, these epics. Like, like the same thing as you said, like Duncan Egg. Uh, so there's there's this scene where uh, um, I think Abhimanyu comes to Dwaraka, and uh, I think it's. Um, uh, Rukmini or someone who remarks, which is basically the Satyavan Savitri is also something that occurs in the Mahabharata as a, uh, as a, as a narrative. Uh, it, it comes when uh, Markandeya is telling Yudhishthir about uh, Satyavan Savitri in the, uh, in, in the Vanaparva, which, which probably is not happening at the same time as uh, this sequence happens in, uh, in, in Maya Bazaar in Mahabharata. So it sort of gives a self-reflexive nature of, so you're referencing your own epic and that's something I found very interesting, which they actually did it in the movie. And if, if you They also notice. have the uh, the scene where they do the Basmasura and Mohini. Correct. Yeah. And that that's also a lot of fun. And do you, um, know, another, you know, there is one yeah. more. Krishna is watching his own uh, childhood as a play. So Krishna, they have assumed that Krishna is such a famous personality that they have to... 
put out yeah. his entire childhood as a play uh, and that is when yeah he, it is almost like hamlet right like yeah. in hamlet there's a play about hamlet's dad yeah in the <laughs> in the in the play of hamlet so uh, i also have a personal connect with the with the movie which i didn't sort of mention in the earlier episode or even earlier in the in the podcast so as to not steal max's thunder but uh we actually redid maya bazar as a full on stage play for uh, the psbb school anniversary once uh and i played a character in it i was karna so if you if you look at karna and dushasana in this in the movie right they're like this thompson and thompson character like every time karna says something dushasana is like bale karna and then he will basically repeat exactly what karna said so they're like they're like this thompson and thompson character and i i remember playing they basically just exactly replicated that on uh, on stage so maya bazar like has a very close like personal connect for me also uh, the what i what i always find interesting about maya bazar is especially from the uh, from the context of how it was introduced to me as a as a stage play so i did the stage play first and then i went and saw the movie right so i had i watched the movie as a reference to understand what was happening in the stage play I, i always find it interesting every time we do uh, we have you have kids doing some version of the mahabharata because i always felt like mahabharata is fairly adult content uh, even even though we you are introduced to it as a uh, as a as a as a comic in amar chitra kada it's it's pretty adult content right like this this there's fair amount of polygamy there's uh, there's uh, infidelity there is uh, you know uh, polyandry Th- there's a lot of like weird things that happen that uh, you don't really you're in, you're introduced to as an adolescent but don't really think about until you become an adult uh, what i found what i found about maya bazar is that it's a nice it's a very nice uh, children's Uh, introduction to mahabharata N- nothing uh, uh, nothing completely untoward is happening in the movie as far as as far as i remember and it and everybody is happy right like if you think about all of the characters in the movie most of the characters in the mahabharata meet pretty sad ends right abhimanyu has has a very sad end krishna has a very sad end balarama has a very sad end gatod gaja gadod gaja has it like a very 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 sad end right but you basically take all of those characters and they they're in like you you make a you made an, in essence you made a comedy film out of uh out of characters who in the larger narrative arc have like really tragic ends and I, i that's kind of one of the big biggest attractive things about uh one of the most attractive things about maya bazaar you know you know what that reminds me it reminds me of this movie called sleepers okay uh, there are uh, four friends abused by the system and then they grow up to be different people and yeah they... i know the one you're talking yeah, about yeah. robert yeah, yeah. father yeah, he yeah. is a priest in hell's kitchen yeah you know, know you know how that film ends like uh, after uh, after going through shit in life they all sit and have a conversation and they are all laughing and talking about uh, them old days and then the movie ends with what happens shortly after that meeting like two people end up dead in a ditch and then uh, someone gets arrested and then the movie says that these guys go on to have horrible lives but we yeah, yeah. we choose to end this film here not there the the, the second thing is is what uh, max mentioned is is like just how much savitri towers over everybody in the, she 
she actually plays three roles in the in this movie. She doesn't just play uh, Sasireka. I, I I always get get confused because in my uh, my point of reference is Vatsala in the Tamil mo- yeah. in the Tamil movie she's called Vatsala. So uh, the, the uh, she plays Sasireka. She plays Sasireka. Uh, she plays Gadodgajan uh, playing Sasireka. and then she plays gadodgajan playing sasireka uh, gadodgajan play, playing sasireka being gadodgajan himself so she actually plays three roles in the movie and you can clearly tell every yeah, time she is playing one of those roles you can there's tell. that song right she has that song with uh, lakshman kumara um, <clears throat> where uh, you know he's trying to woo her and she is having fun because uh, she is gadodgajan uh, at that time uh, that's the that song and then the other song right after she she wakes up uh yeah exactly you know, she she breaks the bed and all that she there's breaks song, the pedestal below the bed yeah when she puts yep, her foot there's down a song yeah. again they're saying ahana pillanta where you know it's yeah. my wedding i'm very happy for my wedding and all her friends are mortified and yeah. those two pieces the way she does her body language she stands like a man and it's like fabulous there is that song right where um, everyone goes on the boat ஆஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹாஹா
story wise it didn't uh, deviate much because i wish i had seen the tamil movie because uh, i think there is a I, i wanted to see jamini doing abhimanyu <laughs> because uh, no jamini is really good yeah yeah i i I've always wonder which they shot first because uh, i get the sense that jamini is a little bit more athletic than anr and so he the, the, you know, if you remember there's this fight scene between abhimanyu and uh, right right and right Rakesha, right uh, anr when, when anr steps down from the chariot right he will, he actually carefully steps down from the chariot jemini is like a full on joke he jump. jump he'll jump yeah. off the chariot onto the floor and like come out and try to <laughs> fight so i i, I my no, they, they were shot at the same time because uh, uh, in the same interview that anr once said that uh he is indebted to gemini ganeshan because he got injured and then gemini actually was his body double in a lot of scenes oh okay so then it's just who who shot they took first and who shot they took second because if, if you are watching somebody else do the performance right it has to influence how you do it uh, you are going to try to change something but the one where it's actually more relevant than uh, gemini and anr because they are mostly just uh, like stand up straight characters right relangi venkatramaya versus tangavelu i clearly felt like tangavelu did it second again and uh, had an opportunity to see what relangi venkatramaya did and uh, and like had a chance to improvise a little bit over especially the song that you mentioned earlier max the dum 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 kalyanam ahana mm. uh, those things because that that i mean the, while savitri is really good in it the the focus is quite heavily on on lakshmana kumara in that song so uh, I, i watched those songs is quite a bit i i i mean and even uh, relanki venkatramaya right i mean he was actually fantastic in the movie i mean he has a very small character but he is absolutely fantastic okay because uh, there seems to be a place where uh, shakuni comes and with shakuni comes to lakshmana kumara with the proposal and then uh, he he tem- i mean he psychologically manipulates him saying that abhimanyu desires sasireka so this guy is like yeah obviously then i should marry her so as a passing shot shakuni asks so can we start looking at the uh, the horoscopes <laughs> he is like uh, lakshmana kumara is like adu unga ishtam paathukirudha paathukonga talking about songs right the songs are actually like brilliant and uh, uh, i i don't know if there's any any other movies uh songs that have kind of been part of uh, my family's growing up stories so to speak each each kid in the family um uh, the uh, both uh, dum 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 kalyanam and uh, whatever the song is in telugu Th- not telugu the tamil ones obviously right dum 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 kalyanam and then kalyana samayal sadam both of them every single kid growing up gets sung that song i mean it's and 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 then the actual sequence itself right the kalyana samayal sadam sequence for all its graphic it's such a wondrous song it's such a wondrous song uh, there's a magic box that they open they see in the mirror right uh, and then uh, yeah, someone they call it I, I the priyadarshini correct yeah. correct that someone, laptop someone, type thing exactly yeah, someone was saying the first facetime call yeah the 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 the, the somebody said the, the jk rowling copied the mirror of erised from maya bazar இது இது ஒண்ணும் இல்ல மச்சி இது வந்து டாரண்டினோட்டி 
Hi guys, hope you enjoyed that uh, part of the podcast. Being the Mahabharata nuts that we are, we had a very very long discussion on Maya Bazaar and Mahabharata in general. So part 2 of this movie discussion will be out shortly. Till then, chillness and calmness to you all. Naan sirita de